guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast, and welcome back to another Business English podcast. Of course, this is a special. We have a special today. It's workplace scenarios showing you the ropes. It's an idiom. That's right. You know what? This idiom. It's all about showing someone how to do something, especially on the job. Now, for those of you out there who have had a job throughout your life. And for those of you who haven't had a job, I know I got a lot of youngins out there in Argentina and around the world that listen to me. Guys, this is going to be really good because you're going to understand from our perspective how it was on the first day. I have a listening with you by the na- a girl by the name of Hannah. It's going to be a two-part series, okay? Because we're going to listen to the beginning and the after. There's some things that are going to happen within this audio, whereas you're going to be like, wait, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. But it's also, of course, what we have, we've all been there. We've all done that, right? So think about, for all of you who have already had a job, think about your very first day in your current job. Think about it. Just like the, do a mind map with a couple of spokes, like your first day at work, circle, and introductions to other staff, your feelings, meeting with the manager and supervisor, tour of the building. Think about your first day at work. Now, to be honest with you, oh my God, uh, I just don't see, you know what, for anyone out there, please join me in the conversation. It could be on, you know, uh, what is it, on uh, IG stories, uh, Instagram, or even, of course, on my, uh, what is it, the Business English Podcast badge, will you be able to see a couple of things and some notes that I actually take down and whatnot and have some questions to answer. But It just seems like I always get thrown in with the wolves. I never had a very perfect first day. Never. The first time I had a legitimate job, again, I was just holding a McDonald's sign. That was at a convention. I got very lucky having a friend. Boy, I got paid $15 an hour. $15 an hour in 2005 as a 17-year-old kid? Oh, my God. It's crazy. My family wanted a piece of it. I said, excuse me, uh, I had to stand up long hours for this. So no, you're not getting any of this. But anyways, that's another story. That's another story for another day. But I think the first time that I had a legitimate job, this is just like a two-week convention, dealing with the amazing Aussies the first week and then horrible people from New York the second week. Sorry, big no shout out to my folks out there in Manhattan, just telling you how I've, you know, the, the managers from the McDonald's out there in, uh, in and around New York area, just not, not very nice people. But nonetheless... Let's refocus. My first externship job as a dental assistant, I was thrown in with the wolves. I had to chair side, meaning work as a dental assistant with one of the biggest assholes in all of the free world. They call him Dr. Pierce, although I would just say Dentist Pierce. He had been, you know, um, what is it? He had been a dentist for, oh my God, probably about 600 million years. And he didn't like me, him being from rural Utah, Of course, me being a completely different color than he was, and you could tell that it was just rough. And I told uh, the lady at the time, I said, uh, excuse me, uh, Linda, uh, that guy's an asshole. He's a huge asshole. This is my first day chair side. You can't throw me in with the wolves like this. And so she's like, and towards the end of the day, I ended up doing pretty well and whatnot. She's like, oh my God, Dr. Pierce had nothing but good things to say to you or good things to say about you. I said, you know what? Dr. Pierce. No, I didn't tell her that. But I was just like, 
if this is how dental assistant is, I'm going to quit. And then that was just an externship job. That wasn't even my first legitimate job. My first legitimate job, I was a dental assistant, obviously, 2010, at a sedation dental center, meaning they put all their patients to sleep. And guess what? The first patient I had had severe Tourette syndrome. This guy was jumping all over the mother. Oh my God. He was all over the counter. He was screaming. That guy had more strength than any five man. Okay. And I said, uh, are these type of patients you guys are going to have on a consistent basis? Because I ain't trying to do all this again, thrown in with the wolves. You know, I remember working, you know, chairside at my very first job out there in Melbourne, Australia. I have to get one year experience in Las Vegas. And again, I worked for one of the worst dental offices in all of the free world. And 12 hours working, they gave me probably, probably a 10 minute break. Not even. Rude as hell. No communication. I mean, it was, it was tough. They didn't show me anything. They showed me a couple of things in the sterilization room in terms of like mandibular forceps and maxillary forceps, but that was it, man. Like they didn't show me, oh, it's over there. And I'm like, over there, you guys didn't even show me. My first job uh, working as, you know, a dental assistant at, oh my God, this is actually the third worst human being I've ever met in my life. Uh, Philippa Sawyer. I know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out on your bullshit. I'm so sorry. Uh, but you're an animal. Uh, or you were an animal. I believe that you're probably retired by now. You made all your nurses cry. Okay. You had nurses that work for you. You had your own dental surgery. You had like the best endodontist in town, the best uh, surgeon in town. You had great pediatricians, but they were all assholes. They did not like you. You made everybody cry. You were not a good human being. But I'm very grateful for you. Because you prepared me for the real world. So I am very grateful for you, Philippa Sawyer. Uh, but nonetheless, nonetheless, those are good times. Um, I was depressed. I, I emailed my mom. I said, Mom, I want to leave. I want to leave. I don't want, I do not want to stay here any longer. That's how bad that job was. <sighs> Guys, in saying that, being here in Thailand, you know, I, I you, <laughs> To sum this up, because I have so many stories, right? So to sum this up, oh my God, the, the, this is crazy. This is crazy. My very first job in Thailand, not in Thailand, at a language center. This is October 2014. I worked at this place and... Again, they gave me the most difficult class with the worst book in the, on the planet. I didn't know anything about tutoring, right? So I walk in and the guy, Upham, of course, from New Zealand, he said, here goes the book. Okay, good luck. I said, wait, what? What? Uh, of course, I didn't know, like, I, the conversations and all. Like, the ability to me to, te you know, <laughs> to teach now, it's phenomenal. But before, I didn't know. So you stick me into a classroom with the guy who works for CP, the most straight-faced individual I had ever seen in my life to that point, with another woman who consistently looked down and didn't want to look in my eyes, and with a high-society girl from Tamasat who was unbelievably rude, well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Again, the guy ended up turning into a wonderful human being who I developed a spectacular relationship with, a work, you know, a work student relationship with. Uh, the girl, I believe I, may, I might have seen her 
you, you know, her being as stuck up as she was, just she said hello and all that other stuff. This is like five years ago. I bless her heart. I hope she's uh, a much better individual than she was <laughs> five years ago. And for that lady, I think she ended up working massage uh, in Australia, which I'm not going to judge anyone, but do your thing. But again, guys, this is the problem. We are not shown how to do our job on the first day is what I'm trying to tell you. And this is exactly what you're going to hear on this video right here. So with that being said, I've got stories. You guys already know I got stories. I got stories on top of stories. And that's why you guys love coming back to me on a consistent basis because my stories are, excuse my French, bat shit crazy meaning they are crazy as hell. But I want you to feel how Hannah feels in this video. It's her first day on the job. It's her first day on the job. And this is what she experiences. Of course, she's walking into the office. Hello. And there's, okay, here we go. There's no one there. Hello. Excuse me. There's a guy on the computer, by the way. Excuse me. Oh. Can I help you? Hi. Uh, sorry to bother you. I'm Hannah. Hannah Katima. Um, I start today. I'm the new customer relations manager. Oh, right. I see. Today. Uh, hello, Hannah. I'm Henry. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Uh, I'm really sorry, but nobody else is here at the moment. Oh, really? Um, Bob Summers told me to come here at 10 o'clock today. Oh, Bob is at the airport. Uh, he got an urgent call to meet an important customer there. Oh, I see. Um, do you know when he'll be back? I think he'll be back at 11. Do you want to wait? Okay, um, but can I do anything before he gets back? I don't know. I think you need to speak to Jackie before you start work. She's the sales manager. She'll explain everything you need to know. <laughs> Where is she? She's with Bob. <laughs> right. Um, is there anyone else who can help me? Well, Sonali is the admin assistant, but she's ill today. And the finance manager, Alan, is on holiday. So there's just me in the office. And um, what's your job, Henry? I'm the web manager. Uh, I manage the website and the online ordering system. So, do you know if my PC is ready? Yes, but Jackie has the login details. <sighs> you can wait here if you like. Uh, would you like a cup of coffee? No, thanks. I'm fine. Okay. Um, well, like I said, I think they'll be back at 11. Let me know if you need anything else. And there it is, people, again. How would you feel if you were Hannah? You walk into a job, there's no one in the bullpen. She's looking around, she says hello a few times. This guy's sitting at the desk, he finally stands up and he says, hey, you know, no, I didn't even know that she was hired, wasn't even told. He was just looking at her as if she was from another planet. Real quick point in order, shift and focus very quickly. This happened to me back when I was working for someone I shouldn't have been working for. 
And I walked into this language center. She's like, yeah, can I help you? I'm like, yeah, I teach here at 9 a.m. She's like, oh, well, they're not ready yet. So I stood outside. I said, oh. I said, oh my God. I think I emailed that lady and I quit later on that day until they finally, they kept looking at me and said, can you come in? I'm like, no, I don't want to come in. You just told me not to come in, although I'm the teacher. I was absolutely irate. So have you guys ever showed up to a job where they said, oh uh, yeah, don't come in. Uh, who are you? Uh, yeah, I'm the new teacher. Oh, or, oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah, I guess nobody, <laughs> you didn't get the memo. You don't, oh my, <sighs> I'm telling you people, I've been through it all. I've been through it all. But nonetheless, going back to her story, Jackie. He kept saying, okay, well, she's out. Okay, they went to the airport. He went to the airport with her. He did this. They did that. I mean, then you sit down and you wonder, like, okay, uh, this is really awkward. What am I going to do here? So I'm going to give you one last example because I've been in very similar situations like that, applying for horribly go uh, horrible government jobs out here in Thailand. And I remember I showed up with three other Filipinos to this specific job. This Thai lady completely disregarded me. She was like the head. And again, we're talking back at six years ago. Thailand didn't have Netflix. Thailand wasn't very open to the color black, right? So I remember sitting down and she kept talking to the three Filipinos, but just did not talk to me. I walked out of that interview because we were sitting outside the classroom and I'm like, you know what? This is absurd. You're literally talking to them and you're scooting me aside and you didn't even introduce yourself or say hello to me, no eye contact. Yet, what am I doing here? I left, I picked up my bag and I walked right out of there. I got in a taxi, I messaged that lady. I said, don't you ever send me to these racist ass places like this anymore. These government schools are trash. What are you doing? And what are, like, that was the worst wake-up call. And again, that ended up being the most difficult month of my life because I had to go through a lot of racial discrimination to even land a job, people. You have no idea. And so I know how that feels, you know, walking into a very empty space and then having to wait for someone to come for you to even start your job. And then when they came, you're like, hello, I'm Arsenio. And they're like, just completely miserable because it's a toxic environment. I've been there. I've done that. And, you know, again, luckily with the job I worked for, the first time I walked into that Sion branch, uh, you know, at the time, you know, I walked in and, you know, they're like, hello. I'm like, oh, I'm Arsenio, the teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all smiles. The guy who ended up hiring me, he was a great guy. I went to another branch, which is now my full-time uh, full job branch. And again, they were all smiles. They're very nice. And I talk to them like I do my night. They're just fit. We always have a joke. We always have a joke. That's very British. We always joke is American. But I'm fortunate, but it wasn't always like that. You're going to go through bumps and bruises along the way. Should I have walked out before even being interviewed? No. But after having that feeling, I'm pretty sure I've done this on a number of occasions before like with restaurants, as I was telling you guys about before, and a couple of other instances. But I'm just trying to give you guys an idea of the potential 
obstacles in the road that you may have to face. Depending on what country you're in, Japan, they are extremely strict with everything. So they're going to say, okay, do this, do this, do this, do this. They're going to show you everything. You're going to meet a lot of people. They're going to be wonderful. However, that's not the reception I got in Australia and certainly not the reception I got out there in Las Vegas. I can't speak for all of America because I do not know of all of America. Uh, here in Thailand, oh, far worse than what I experienced in Las Vegas. Okay. But you live and you learn. Now I don't have to do that anymore. So again, to wrap this up, what I'm going to do is I'm going to introduce you ways to get people started on the job. And we're going to listen to the second half of this video in the next podcast. All right. So I just wanted to give you guys a nice introduction to this workplace scenario. And then in part B is going to the, <laughs> I'm sorry, is going to be the part B. So stay tuned for more. I'm your host as always, over and out.